Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Wednesday the 10th of July. Coming up, parents react to inquest of man stabbed to death in Cyprus. You never get over something like that. You never, no. you know, they say, say time heals, but it doesn't. Congestion charge could be introduced to tackle pollution in Maidstone. We've got to do something because of people's health, especially children's health, all the residents and shoppers that live here. And Prince Charles visits Royal Gurkha Rifles in Folkestone. Our one Arzia regiment were preparing a lot from the earliest day and they did a very hard work to welcome him. It went very well and smooth and we're so happy to meet him. Kent Online News. First today, an inquest into the death of a man who was stabbed in Cyprus three years ago has ruled he was unlawfully killed. George Lowe was on holiday in Ayanapa with a friend when a fight broke out, leaving both men with stab wounds, but the 22-year-old didn't survive. Despite two men being identified as suspects and now thought to be in Turkey, no one's ever been brought to justice. George's parents, Martin and Helen, spoke to us after the inquest. Harrowing uh, listening to the last moments of your son's life, um, but it's, the outcome was what we expected unlawful killing. Um, but all the same, it was just so harrowing. Um, yeah. You relive it again. Yeah, yeah. As everybody tell you, we've lost a child. Um, you, you never get over something like that, you never. No. You know, they, say, they say time uh, heals, but it doesn't. It doesn't. If they say that, they'd be lying. That's the only thing we've got now to get justice for George. Um, get the perpetrators handed over to the South. Um, Turkey, do the right thing, hand them over. You know, that's what we want. Um, so-called civilised society. You think they would, but it's politics. It's overrules the justice. It's not easy to understand, is it? No. You know... We're still just, absorbing it now. Yeah, we, and you, you just know, think, why is it so hard? Why can't they just hand them over? Who wants murderers running around in their country? Why should they live to have free lives when they've taken our sons? Yeah, yeah. And they've taken yeah their brother away. Yeah. The next step is just to get justice, get them handed over. That's all we want. It's the, um, the Bulgarian and the Turkish. Um, they're roaming free in Turkey at the moment and they need to be handed over. Dartford MP Gareth Johnson, who's been supporting the family, was also at the inquest and gave us his thoughts on it all. It just brings home what a whole sad situation this is. Is every parent's worst nightmare for their child to go abroad on holiday in the prime of their life and be murdered. And what adds to the pain that they're suffering is the fact that those people who carried out the murder are still at large and we know who they are and yet because of the political situation in Cyprus it's not been possible to bring them to justice which um, is incredibly frustrating for all concerned but the Lowe family were incredibly dignified throughout the inquest. Um, They can be very proud uh, of the way that they have dealt with this whole situation which must have been absolutely horrendous for them. The coroner mentioned at the beginning of the uh, hearing that despite repeated requests from him to the Cypriot coroner's office 
that they hadn't provided him with details of the outcome of the inquest in Cyprus, which is absolutely astounding. Um, I cannot for the life of me understand why that information has not been provided to the coroner's office here in the UK. It should have been, it may have helped matters. And, and it kind of underlines the um, difficulties that we've had right from the day, day one with this with some of the Cypriot authorities. We are working still with Kent Police on this um, and following various different avenues of trying to get a resolution to this. I've met recently with a Turkish ambassador where we believe the murderers are in hiding at the moment. Um, they are, uh, I say in hiding, but they, they are quite open about the fact that they are in Turkey. So we're working at the moment with the Turkish authorities to see if there's a possibility of having um, one of the uh, murderers at least uh, extradited to southern Cyprus. The other one is a Turkish national and they won't extradite him. Uh, but uh, it's possible that uh, we can get the other one, who's a Bulgarian national, sent back to southern Cyprus so that he could stand trial there. So that's what we're working on at the moment. Kent Online reports. Elsewhere today, a man's died after falling from the M2 bridge in Medway. Police were called to reports of a distressed man at around half three yesterday afternoon and closed that stretch of motorway for four hours. It caused long delays during rush hour. His death is not being treated as suspicious. A learner driver's facing jail after his car was hit by a train on a crossing in Kent. Jake Chapman only had a provisional licence and no insurance or MOT when he drove onto Stone Crossing in Buckland near Faversham in October last year. The vehicle burst into flames when it was struck. The 21-year-old from Edward Road in Queenborough admitted dangerous driving and will be sentenced in September. Two police officers have been injured in a crash overnight that closed part of the M20 for more than five hours. They were responding to an emergency call when they collided with another car on the London-bound carriageway between junctions 9 for Ashford and 8 for Maidstone at around half one this morning. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of driving and drugs offences. Kent Online News. A form of congestion charge could be introduced in Maidstone to try and improve the air quality. It's after it was revealed Upper Stone Street is one of the most polluted roads in the country. Now the council are looking at the possibility of charging some vehicles like lorries, buses and taxis up to £50 a day to drive on it. Neil Cox, who's the chairman of the Maidstone Taxi Proprietors Association, says this would just move the problem elsewhere. They would simply displace taxis to Hastings Road, so the pollution, OK, might not be in Stone Street, but it'll be in Hastings Road instead, because we've got to find a way around it. And who's going to pay £5, whatever it is, to go up Stone Street when they could just go around the corner and avoid it? So Hastings Road gets our pollution, not Upper Stone Street. Been saying it for years. Stop deliveries, stop any sort of parking, and enforce the rules that you put in place. Lib Dem councillor Derek Mortimer from Maidstone Borough Council says he has sympathy with taxi drivers, but action needs to be taken. I quite understand their argument. I've spoken to a number of taxi drivers myself, and yes, it is a bit of a hammer to crack a nut from the personal point of view. They're self-employed, most of the taxi drivers, they shell out a lot of money on their taxis over a long period of time as well, and they need to get that money back and earn a living at the same time. We've got to do something because of the people health, especially children's health, all the residents and shoppers that live here and we have, uh, we're looking at various alternatives and we've got the shortlist now to go from there. The other options include banning lorries from pulling over or stopping them going down the road entirely. Kent Online reports. 
Thieves are thought to have used a digger to rip a cash machine from a co-op near Dartford. The ram raid happened on Lane End near Darrenth overnight. Pictures on social media show a digger left abandoned in the road. Firefighters have been tackling a huge blaze at a barn near Dartford. Police were also called after it broke out behind the Castle Hotel on Ainsford High Street just after half five yesterday evening. No one was hurt and it's not known yet how the fire started. An Ashford man's been arrested after police seized one and a half million pounds in cash as part of a money laundering investigation. The 35-year-old is one of 13 people arrested after officers carried out 28 raids across the UK, including in Kent. They also seized four high-value cars worth £400,000. Now, we're being told to expect a hectic hedgehog month in Kent. The RSPCA say they received more than 300 calls about injured or trapped hedgehogs in the county last year, 43 of them in July alone. We're being urged to remove any netting and cover drains and holes to keep the creatures safe. And finally, the Prince of Wales has been in Kent to present medals to soldiers who've served in Afghanistan. Prince Charles visited Shawncliffe Barracks in Folkestone yesterday in his role as Colonel-in-Chief of the Royal Gurkha Rifles. He handed over operational service medals to around 40 personnel who've recently returned from a deployment in Kabul. The Royal also met some of the soldiers' families. Afterwards, Sam spoke to Barker Perger, whose husband serves in the 1st Battalion. Oh, we feel so lucky to see him and he's so friendly and he was so... so we are so good to see him. Did he say anything to you? Yeah, he was just asking about how he's going on and uh, we, we were back in Brunei and he asked about the, uh, how was our visit to Brunei and that's it. Brilliant. And um, was there a lot of excitement amongst the soldiers um, ahead of today's visit? Yeah, we all were. The, all all the our one Arzia regiment were preparing a lot from the yeah. earliest day, and they did a very hard work to welcome him. So we uh, like uh, and and uh, at the same time it it went very well and smooth. And we're so happy to meet him. That's it for now. But for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.